Bavabasra per Gimel Mishnah Vav 3.6. We continue to discuss the laws of Chazaka, but here a different kind of Chazaka is coming into play called Chezkas Tashmishan, which means against the, again, it means the presumptive rights to make use of something, Tashmish, to make use of something. And uh, the, there's a Machlokas Roshonim like before uh, regarding how this works. According to the Bartanur, this works the same way or very similar to how it works in Chezkas Abatim property rights meaning that a person uses, let's say, the airspace or something like that of his neighbor um, for three years without any complaint, and then after that, the neighbor raises an objection. So he'd have to claim the other person who's been using his neighbor's airspace would have to say, you authorized me to do this, and the proof is that you haven't complained for the past three years. So it needs a taina, a a claim for why his usage is legitimate, and then also then those three years come to corroborate and confirm and support that claim. There are others who learn, other Roshonim, like the Rambam, who learn that um, this is working differently. This is not about three years or a claim. It's about just sort of, um, you know, making use of something. And then if the neighbor doesn't complain, it's sort of understood the neighbor is waiving rights. And that would happen much sooner than three years, like in the same year, and doesn't need to have a, a claim associated with it. And there's no, like, taina. It's just, you know, kind of squatting. But they say, listen, we're neighbors, and you obviously thought it was fine because you didn't complain, and therefore I can keep on doing what I was doing before. We'll explain according to the Bartonor, because he's our hero here, although know that this is the Machlokas Machabar Ramah. Uh, the Ramah goes like what I'd call the Bartonor Shita, and the Machabar goes like the Rambam. Okay, so now the way to imagine the specifics of our Mishnah here is that you have two neighbors, Reuven and Shimon, and Reuven has built his, let's say, his home up against the property line. So that means that Reuven's totally inbounds, but his wall that faces Shimon is like directly, you know, in Shimon's, against Shimon's property, such that if you would, let's say, hang something on that wall, it would be in the airspace of Shimon, okay? And the issue is going to be that Reuben's doing stuff like that. He's like hanging stuff on the wall or making windows, rain gutters and that kind of thing in the airspace or facing towards Shimon, um, invading his space or his property or his privacy. And the question is, um, if Reuben stays there, as the bartender learns, for three years without complaint, can he say, listen, Reuben, you let me do this, you said I could way back when, and the proof is where you've been the past years, you didn't complain, that would be the proof. So that's our topic here. Now, the essential point here is the kind of things that Shimon could be expected to complain about, those are the things which would establish a chazaka, because why didn't he complain for three years? Whereas things that are considered to be sort of like not that big a deal, and maybe he just can let it slide for now, and maybe even for three years not complain because he didn't care, but he could raise a complaint up to four years and say, I didn't complain for the first three years because... It's not that big a deal, but now it's a big deal to you for some reason, and therefore I want you out or off. Okay? So it says the mission. Now, the mission's first case is going to talk about um, essentially rain gutters. So that means that Reuven, remember, his house is like on the property line just right up against it, so he wants to get like a rain gutter that goes across the length of his rooftop. That rain gutter would be hanging over Shimon's airspace, but not really bothering Shimon necessarily. Um, and then um, that rain gutter is called the mazchila like the word zochel, which is like kind of like the flow or crawl or creep. And um, then there's going to be a downspout. The downspout is where the rain comes from the gutter and down onto the ground, so that's the release, like the drain. And that's called a marzev. The word mar can mean like a drop, and zav is to like flow, so like the rain drop conduit of flowing. Um, marzev, downspout. So the point is that not only does uh, Reuven have this gutter, the mazchilat, in the airspace of Shimon, but he also has a downspout, which is like letting water pour into Shimon's property. Okay? 
So says the Mishnah, Hamar, and this is really tough, tough to read. I want to do it right the first time, I hope, but um, it's tricky. Hamarzev ein lo chazaka v'yesh l'mokomo chazaka, which means that the marzev, the downspout, the fact that there's a downspout pouring in to Shimon's backyard, that's pretty objectionable. So if Shimon doesn't raise an objection about that, that he's placed, that Reuven has placed the downspout in his backyard for three years, that would have a chazaka, because Shimon could be, should be complaining if he objected to it. So when the Mishnah here says, yesh l'mokomo chazaka, means the general makom, the general location of a downspout in Shimon's backyard anywhere, not a specific place. Whereas the first part of the sentence, marzev elo chazaka, the downspout doesn't have a chazaka, that means the specific location in Shimon's backyard, that doesn't have a chazaka, meaning that if Shimon would say for three years, I want you to stop pouring your water in my backyard, Reuven could say, listen, we had a deal three years ago, and the proof is you haven't complained for three years. But if Shimon says, listen, I want you to move your downspout from the southern end of your of your uh, gutter to the northern end, because I want to, you know, plant petunias where now you're flooding you're flooding out my with your marzev, with your with your downspout. So that would be accepted because Shimon could say, I didn't complain about the I don't care about north for south, it made no difference to me at the time, but now it makes a difference. So now I'm asking you to move it elsewhere. And it's not a big deal to relocate a marzev is not really a, a, a big deal. And therefore I didn't object. I didn't think you were you know you were, it was it was easily undone. Whereas the fact that there is a downspout in general in the location, the makom of Shimon's backyard, that certainly is objectionable, and Shimon should have and could have raised objection years ago if he really didn't agree to it and was objecting, you know, objected to it. That's the first part. Now, as for the mazchila, the actual um, horizontal gutter which catches the rain, yeshla chazaka, that also has chazaka, meaning in the airspace of Shimon, Shimon should have complained if after three years he didn't complain, so Reuven can say, I have rights to be here. The next part of the mission is talking about a ladder. And there's a bit of a focus in the Shonim if we're talking about a ladder that's on the ground, kind of like a step stool, or we're talking about a ladder that's sort of attached to the side of the wall. Um, the point here is that it's the same setup. Reuven has a building, a structure that really abuts the property line. He's putting a ladder that's going to allow access onto the rooftop, let's say where he's drawing his produce or where he has his dovecoats or something. And the question is, um, is the placement of the ladder, again, some learn on the ground, like the Bartonora, somewhere it's like attached to the side, but the access has to go from the side that's in Reuven, it's in Shimon's airspace. Um, is that also objectionable? So the mission is going to differentiate between small ladders and large ladders. A small ladder is one that has three or fewer rungs, and a large ladder has more than three rungs, four or more rungs. The mission will call a small ladder a Sulam Hamitsri, an Egyptian ladder. I don't know why. And we'll call a larger ladder with the four rungs plus a sulam of a, a tsuri, from tsur means tire, T-Y-R-E, that's like uh, in like modern-day Lebanon and Phoenicia, okay? It's a Phoenician ladder, Tyrian ladder. I don't know why either. It's called that, but that's the case. The Mishnah is going to say that a sulam hamitsri, a small ladder with just three rungs or fewer, ain lo chazaka, the fact that it's been there for three years doesn't actually make it um, mean that he has a chazka sashmishin because maybe Shimon just didn't make a fuss because it's little or insignificant. According to the Bartonor, it's sitting on the ground, a little step stool, and, and like in his property. Others were shown to learn that's a little strange. We learned before that people object to having other... Shimon would object to Reuven keeping his stuff in Shimon's backyard, and therefore it must be attached to the side of the wall. Okay? But a small one, not a big deal. In contrast, the Litsuri, a Tsuri, a Tyrian, a large four-plus rung ladder that's on Shimon's side, whether attached to the wall or on the ground, again, the Machlokas, Yeshlo Chazaka, that would have a Chazaka, meaning since 
Shimon can reasonably be expected to object to having such a large ladder on his side of things. So if he didn't for three years, and Reuven, according to Bartonero, has a claim, he says, listen, you let me be here three years ago, and that will be believed because how come we didn't complain until now? Next case, the Mishnah, a new case. Here we're talking about windows, okay? So now windows, according to Bartonero, are much more objectionable than these other things we had before because windows invade a person's privacy, okay? So the case, again, is going to be like before, Reuven has his property that abuts against Shimon's airspace. But now Reuven wants to put a window in his wall, which would now allow him to look into Shimon's backyard. And that's very objectionable because now, you know, Shimon can't sunbathe because, you know, he he's, doesn't really looked at by, by Reuven. Reuven's invaded his privacy. So the Mishnah again will differentiate between small and large windows. The small window will again be called the Mitzri, the Egyptian window, whereas the large one called the Tsuri, the Tyrian. Again, I don't know why those are the... Adjectives for large and small. I don't know like the origins of those terms. In any case, the small window um, is A, going to be small. It will see it will be defined as so small you can't put a head inside of it. Your like a human head can't fit inside of the window, so it's a small little hole. Um, so it's not really for looking through. It's for letting air in. And it's also raised off the ground at least four almost plus off the ground. The point is, therefore, it's not really at eye height. It's let fresh air into Reuven's home, but Reuven walking past the window, whenever he walks past, it won't be looking into Shimon's backyard because it's, it's high up, like high in the, higher up towards the ceiling, and therefore there's no like immediate or ongoing invasion of Shimon's privacy. So again, the Mishnah, in contrast, the larger window, uh, the Tyrian window, does allow Reuven to look in easily, and therefore it invades Shimon's privacy right away. Um, so the Bartender is actually going to learn that in those cases, Shimon should be expected and could be expected to object right away. He wouldn't put up for years with Reuven looking into his backyard, and therefore the, it's sort of like a bit of more like a now or never, either object right away. Three years aren't required. That's how the Bartonor learns, other than learn that it is a three-year issue also. In any case, the Mishnah says inside, uh, it says like this, Chalon HaMitzris, an Egyptian window, again, small window that lets, lets air in. Ein la chazaka, it doesn't have a chazaka because... It would be assumed to be temporarily there only, and that's that's what's common for them to poke a hole for air. That way they relocate else times, or else it's just not the big deal to relocate it, or it doesn't invade the person's privacy. All the above. Vilitsuris, as far as a uh, Tyrian window, the bigger one, Yeshla Chazaka, that does have a Chazaka, like I said before, even right away, according to Bartonoro, because people, Shimon, wouldn't allow Reuven to build a, a new window to overlook his his private backyard and evade his privacy. Ezuhi chalon hamitzris, what defines an Egyptian window? Kol she'ein rosho shel adam yachol ikanes l'socha. Any window which is so small that a person's head couldn't fit inside of it. So it's a very small little, like, air hole duct. Now, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, af yeshla malben, af al she'ein rosho shel adam yachol ikanes l'socha, harezu chazaka. Rabbi Yehuda says, listen, even a small window, that meets the criteria of an Egyptian window in a normal circumstance, meaning it's small, head can't go inside of it, it's elevated above four almost, but still, if Reuven would put like a window frame, a formal window frame around his window, indicating this thing is here to stay in for good, so then, says Ryuda, even if it's, you know, too small to stick your head, and even if it's elevated, still, it's clearly telling Shimon this thing is planning on staying, and Shimon should object, and if he doesn't object, uh, then he's got a chazaka. Now, when it comes to windows, I want to explain something very important here. There, there's really two reasons why Shimon could be objecting to this, okay? And this is a big enough Camino. Number one is Reuben building a window can invade Shimon's privacy. But there's a separate thing. Why is Reuben building a window? Because he wants to have light into his home. Remember, we're living in a world before, you know, electric light bulbs. So you want to have light coming into your 
into your home. Now, we learn back in the second parak that if Reuven has rights to a window, then Shimon can't build within four almost uh, a wall within four almost of the window, and also not you know allowing invading privacy into into Reuven's home or blocking his light. So therefore, Shimon would say, "Listen, I don't want you building your putting your windows up because that would restrict not just my privacy, but if there's not a privacy issue, there's still an issue of limiting my construction. Okay, I can't I can't uh, if I think if I thought it was temporary." Let's say leave it there for now and you'll move it later. But once, like thinking of Rabbi Huda's terms, it illustrates it best. If I see your plan on keeping that little small portal forever there, well, I object to it right now because when I want to build, you know, my guest house one day in the backyard, I won't be able to because you're going to say I'm blocking your light. So forget it. You can't build it now and then it won't be in that trouble. So that's the second reason why a person might object because he wants to have not lose his, you know, construction rights. Okay. Now, um, the next uh, and really final part of the the mission is talking about a ziz. A ziz is like any kind of protrusion. So think like a peg or a ledge. Something, again, Reuven has his wall facing Shimon's side, and Reuven wants to put, let's say, like, you know, let's say little protrusions that would allow, let's say, Reuven's kids to climb up onto the roof, um, or maybe he can, like, you know, hang stuff off it. He wants to put out his laundry to dry on the pegs that hang on his, his wall or something. So is that going to be okay or not? Again, these pegs are going in the airspace of Shimon, Okay. So there's the issue of the airspace of Shimon, which if they're elevated off the ground or above where Shimon's going to walk, no big deal. But the second issue is, like the legend allows the kids, if they're climbing up and down from that side, they're going to be looking in to Shimon's you know, backyard also as they're climbing, and that invades Shimon's privacy. So says the Mishnah, Haziz, if you're talking about a protrusion, Ad Tefach, if it's at least a tefach inside, this is a little confusing because ad, you might have thought it was like a max, but it's a min, meaning if it's minimum, meaning it's a it's it's one tefach or bigger. So it's a big ledge, a big thing protruding out the wall. Then yeshlo chazaka, then if it's been there for three years, we assume that Shimon's cool with it because he should have complained about it. limchos, and therefore he's within his rights to say, no, I don't want that over here because you're invading my privacy. I don't want your kids climbing up and down and looking at me when I'm sunbathing in my backyard. But pachos metefach, if... It's a little tiny peg, less than a tefach inside. That means no one's going to be standing on that thing or whatever it is. It's just a little hook for him to hang his laundry to dry or something. And he uses it from time to time. So then, or I don't know, to store his a dangling flower pot or something. So then, elo chazaka. You know, it's not the kind of thing that under normal circumstances, um, Shimon should be objecting to. Therefore, he shouldn't be objecting um, for no good reason. Because what does it hurt him? It's not, it's out of his way. It's a tiny little thing. All it means is enables uh, Reuven to hang things on that wall. Uh, but if Shimon does object to it at any time, he can make Reuven go away. Because, you know, I, I feel that you... He can say, listen, every t- it's assumed that when he from occasionally puts the clothing to dry on the wall, it's not a big deal. But if he says it is a big deal, you keep on spying on me, you know, or you put stuff that really bothers me hanging, you know, off that, off that peg or something, it does bother me, then he is within his rights to object at any time, even after many years. And at that point, uh, since there's no chazak established... Reuven can be forced to stop making use of or take down his peg.